your mortgage and your bills and all those things. And without a profitable business, you're going to eat away at savings or end up in massive debt. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to our daily live streams weekdays at 11 a.m. Thank you for joining me and thank you for tuning in today. Now, we were supposed to have a guest on today's session, but unfortunately, she has not turned up this morning, which is a shame because uh, I was looking forward to an interesting conversation. But don't worry, you have me and that will all be good as well, I promise you. So thank you for tuning in and thank you for joining me today. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Annette. Ferguson. I am CEO of Annette Co. UK-based accounting firm. I am a chartered accountant, certified profit first professional and financial strategist. And we help business owners take home lots more money from their business for them and their families to enjoy. So today, instead of speaking to our guests, what I want to actually talk you through is how to know how much money you should be taking home from your business each and every month. Because regardless of where you are in your business, you have the ability to take money out of your business every month. And that is the way around it should be. We don't start businesses so we can pump all our personal savings into them. We start businesses so that they are independent entities that are actually paying us. Ultimately, most people have a business in the hope, in the plan, in the thought that they will be financially and in their lives, lifestyle, lifestyle better off than they were previous to starting a business or than the alternative to them could be. So that means both in terms of finances and in terms of things like work-life balance, flexibility, and holidays. But in all honesty, the vast, vast majority of the time, that doesn't actually happen. We know that a huge percentage, 95% of businesses fail within the first five years, and something like 80% of them then fail in five to 10 years. So the chances of business survival over 10 years is actually statistically very small. And those businesses that do survive are the ones that ultimately are profitable, where the business owner is taking a decent level of take home and therefore can survive, has the longevity to see out their business, but also those that have set up their business so their life is in a place that they want it to be as well. And all these components are completely necessary to ensure the stability, the longevity, and the staying power of the business and the business owner. So we need to look at the part that says business owners need to be taking home money from their business to to sustain their lives. Because ultimately, if you're not taking home money from your business to sustain the life that you want, then you're going to have to go and get another job to do that. Because you need to eat and pay your mortgage and your bills. And all those things. And without a profitable business, you're going to eat away at savings or end up in massive debt.
So profitability in your business ensures the longevity and the staying power. It makes sure that in actual fact, you are going to have a business into the future. So how do you know how much you should be taking out your business versus how much you should be reinvesting back into it? Well, I want to start with what is actually meant by reinvesting into your business. We hear lots of people bandy this around. Oh, no, no, I'm not taking anything out of my business. I'm currently reinvesting. Well, reinvesting and overspending are very, very different things. And most people, by the way, that say they are reinvesting in your business, remember 95% of businesses fail in the first five years. Most people that say they are, in fact, reinvesting into their business are doing no such thing at all. They are, in fact, overspending. Do not be swayed by the hype marketing around reinvesting into your business because most of it is just that. Remember, 95% of businesses fail within the first five years and some huge statistic like 80% and that number might even be too little fail in years five to 10. Okay, so most people and most people's advice on this is in all honesty, incorrect. If we look statistically. So reinvesting and overspending are very, very different things. Reinvesting is when you have made money on an investment and you are taking the proceeds of that investment and putting it back in to an investment to deliver a return. Okay, so reinvesting into your business is spending money in your business from profits you've previously made that are going to deliver you a return in the future. That means that it's spending that's going to deliver you a return. This is not just general costs in your business. That is not reinvesting. If you have general costs in your business that you can't cover from income, that is ultimately overspending. Your general business costs should be covered by your business income that is coming in, as should your taxes your and your own take-home money. If that is not happening, that is the first fix that needs to happen in your business. But as part of that fix, it is getting out the money that you should be getting from your business. So how do you know how much you should be taking from your business so that you are not squeezing your business too hard and suffocating your business of cash. Well, if your business has up to around about £250,000 a year um, revenue level, then you should be taking home approximately 50% of revenue, excluding VAT, as your take home. Now, the mechanism you you choose to do that, whether that be salary or dividend, will entirely depend on your own tax circumstances. So you should speak to your accountant about how you balance those two. But the total for those should be about 50% of the revenue of your business. Now, if you look at your business and you think, that is not possible. I don't have a spare 50% of income to come to me. I'm barely paying myself at all, or I'm only paying myself 10% or something like that then you usually have an overspending issue or what I often call a money leak problem. 
Now, how do you identify if you do have money leaks in your business? Well, a money leak is spending that's happening in your business that is either one, not 100% necessary to keep the proverbial lights on, or two, is not delivering you a positive return in terms of time or in terms of money. If you have spending that is neither of those two, then you have a money leak potentially in your business because you have to ask yourself, well, what is the purpose of that spending if it is not for one of these two purposes? I have an entire YouTube video on money leaks and an exercise around money leaks and how to identify those. So the shortcut to my YouTube channel is AnnetteFergs.tv. So A-N-N-E-T-T-E-F-E-R-G-S dot TV. You can go there and check out the money leaks video that is on there and you can see how to, uh, an exercise on how to identify and find money leaks. Make sure whilst you're over there that you do hit the subscribe button as well and turn on the bell. If you are not currently watching on YouTube, you may of course already be watching there. And if you are, thank you so much for that. Um, because we are of course, um, distributing this to multiple platforms at this point in time, but Go and check out that video to see how you find and identify money leaks in your business. Because if you are in that revenue bracket, up to 250,000 pounds a year revenue bracket, and you're not able to pay yourself close to 50% of your revenue in your own take home, then it's more than likely that a money leak does exist in your business. And you need to find those and get rid of those in order to free up cash for yourself. If you're paying yourself more than 50% of the income as your takeoff, it is likely that you might just be strangling your business for cash. So you need to assess your situation in this instance. You need to make sure, is this the amount of money that you do need to take home? Do you actually have money leaks in your personal finances? Is there What else needs to happen here? Because often people can't reduce their personal finances and they often don't want to or are not willing to reduce the amount that they take home and you shouldn't necessarily be willing to do that. But therefore you need a quick revenue growth plan in order to support your take home if it cannot support it at present because you're strangling your business of cash. You need to make sure that you are not strangling yourself or your business of cash. You need to make sure that there's a balance there between everything. And also, of course, don't forget that you should be setting aside money for tax every single month. We do not want to come to tax payment time and end up with you having no money set aside for tax because that is just as bad as having no money for yourself. So I hope that that is rundown has been useful for you. Whichever platform you are on today, I would love if you want to give me some hearts and thumbs up, some likes, whichever uh, whichever version exists on whatever platform you are tuning in on and watching in today. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. Apologies that our guests did not show up today, but hopefully you've received value from what I have shared. We'll be back live again tomorrow, same time, same place. So do make sure you come and tune in for that session. Until then, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day and we'll speak soon. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got lots of value from this episode. Now, if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business, I'd love to help. Make sure you reach out to me at podcast at annetteandco.co.uk. That's podcast 
at annetteandco.co.uk and let me know how I can help. Of course, remember to subscribe to this podcast as well. Thanks again.